I'm delighted to present to you today the first edition of our podcast series about the Truth and Brand Map, South African Loyalty Landscape White Paper for 2019 and 2020. This Loyalty White Paper is delivered through a collaboration between Truth and Brand Map. As a quick introduction to Brand Map, it is the largest independent annual survey in South Africa, using almost 29,000 respondents with an average household income of over 10,000 rand. This effectively represents 82% of all income generated in South Africa. Why do we mention this? It therefore represents the majority of spend capability, which obviously therefore attracts loyalty program usage. The brand map study asks over 220 questions with over 45 loyalty attributes, and it features over 40 loyalty programs. In this first edition of our podcast about the loyalty white paper, we feature the usage of loyalty programs by South Africans. So without further ado, let's actually start to unpack the the headline stories of the white paper. And obviously what's so phenomenally exciting is we now have a longitudinal study of over five years, so we can really start to see changes in the consumer behavior around loyalty programs in the South African marketplace. So the headline response is 72% of South African consumers use loyalty programs in 2019. And I always say this is a really, really powerful number, because if you think about it, how many marketing campaigns are out there with investments behind them that are seeing a 72% usage rate, not just a response rate, but usage rate. So I think it's an incredibly powerful number. But let's not look at it in isolation, because how has that trended over the last five years? What we have seen since 2015, this number was at 67%, so it is a 5 percentage point increase since 2015. But I don't want to leave you with a misperception here. Since 2017, however, it has declined. So in 2017, this number peaked at 79%. And we then saw in 2018, this declined to 75%. So with a year's difference, we weren't sure if this was an ongoing trend. And then this year's 2019 results at 72%, obviously now have given us a decline over the last three years. So this is something we have to track really carefully. But is it surprising? I mean, really, let's think about it. With current trading conditions and uh, consumer spend levels, it isn't actually surprising because the most usage of loyalty programs is dominated in retail sectors and customers are pulling back like they're tightening their wallets. So it really isn't that surprising. There are a lot of reports out that cover this point in general for loyalty. We do see a report from Nielsen, the price of promoting, which states that actually South Africa is the second most sensitive, price-sensitive market in the world. And a further study that we looked at from Deloitte's, which started to look at the global powers of retail report in 2020, concluded that South African retailers have dropped in rankings, is really reflective of tight economic trading conditions. So for us, the the result isn't surprising, but um, we obviously don't want to keep seeing a decline in this number, but it's reality that we have to face. And it is aligned to consumer spending at large. If we look at the consumers in the brand map study, you actually said that they do use loyalty programs. Are they using programs less than last year, more than last year, or about the same? And what we're seeing is 11% are saying, I use them less. 
26% are saying I use them more, and 35% are saying I use them the same. So there's not huge insights take out of that, but the good news is 26% are using them more, which is obviously more dominant than the 11% saying they're using them less. So what does this actually mean in terms of how many cards are in the wallet of our consumers? And we see on average that there are 5.6 programs that the average South African consumer belongs to. Now, that's quite difficult to understand if that's large or small, if you have nothing to compare it against. Some more advanced markets in loyalty program usage have been around for a lot longer using loyalty programs like the U.S., claim that they have on average a 13 different loyalty program membership per individual. So that's obviously dramatically bigger than the 5.6. We do see a difference between male and female with the number of programs that they belong to. And what we see is females are belonging to 6.3 programs and males 4.8 programs. And these are both slightly up versus last year. So last year, females were 6.2 programs, males was 4.5 programs. So what that's saying is there are slightly less individuals using loyalty programs because the overall usage of 72% is a decline from last year. But those that are using it are actually using more programs, so more committed to getting value out of their loyalty programs. If we actually look at the behavior of male versus female in their usage, females have declined from 80% usage last year to 73%, and males have, de have declined as well, but to a lesser extent, from 74% of males using loyalty programs to 71% this year. How does all of this change as well if we look at another demographic mix, which is age? So we have seen every year since we've been doing the loyalty white paper with brand map that the under 25s, which we can term the youth effectively, have been using loyalty programs to a lesser extent than the general South African consumer. We were very worried about this when we first started this process from a sense that in 2015 this number was as low as 53 percent. And then we saw this phenomenally great incline, and the numbers rose to 67% in 2017. However, this year, the number for under 25s using loyalty programs has dropped dramatically, and it's now at 45%. This is the lowest, lowest it's been. And we've got to remember that the 50% of the South African population are under 25. So this is a stat we really need to take seriously. When we looked at this in more detail, we actually are seeing that the youth, the under 25s, are continuing to use retailers like grocery and health and beauty retailers, but have cut back dramatically on fashion-led retailing. So they use, they're not, they don't have the disposable income, they're cutting back on that um, unnecessary spend. And that obviously therefore is impacting their loyalty usage because those Fashion retailers have loyalty programs, but they're continuing with their grocery spend and their health and beauty spend. And in some of the banking sectors, we see actually an incline. We're seeing with F&B e-bucks that actually there's a greater usage with the youth, even though the year-on-year -year overall number is on the decline. Based on this, it probably comes as no surprise then that the average number of programs that the under 25s belong to is less than the other consumers. So the under 25s belong to, on average, a 4.52 number of programs, and up to the highest 
number of the 35 to 49 year olds who belong to 5.91 programs. The final stat I want to share with you today is the usage by income bracket, and there's really no huge surprise here. The more someone earns, the more they're using loyalty programs. Effectively, the more they're spending and therefore the more value they can extract from loyalty programs. So we really see an increase. The more someone earns up to an 80,000 rand household income bracket, we're seeing that 88% of those consumers are using loyalty programs, so really extracting value. So this concludes our podcast today, which is really an introduction to the Truth and Brand Map Loyalty White Paper series. And we will bring you in our second episode, what are the factors influencing loyalty? What are the factors why individuals don't use loyalty programs? So until then, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to download the white paper, please visit www.truth.co.za forward slash articles forward slash white papers. Alternatively, please contact me personally on amanda at truth.co.za. Thank you for listening.